Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Tuesday. Well, as you know, second Super Bowl favorite behind only the Buffalo Bills. Denver surges with the Russell Wilson, the sixth favorite, the sixth to be Super Bowl champions. By the way, Seattle, they are second to last. Only the Houston Texans worse. Wow. Here comes a four-hour The Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a big news Tuesday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation, live radio. I was just listening to a podcast, and they said, Aaron Rodgers likely leaving Green Bay, and Seattle likely to retain Russell Wilson. Nuh-uh. Not live radio, baby. <laughs> sports betters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's the fan who beats the man joining us, A.J. Hoffman. 
Thank you, RJ. Great to be here today where the Broncos and Seahawks shake up the NFL landscape. The Packers standing pat do their shaking of their own. And then conference tournaments continue to narrow the field for March Madness. Obviously, though, the Vegas lead is this massive trade. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think we're going to start with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, all right. And and again, I'll, a little thing, AJ. I'll tell you the Vegas lead. And you follow. Okay. You follow. All right. All right, right. baby. No, because here's the thing is uh, just the very fact that Green Bay is the second favorite tells us and Denver's the sixth favorite tells us that what's more important is Green Bay. So let's start there. Yeah, the Packers' second Super Bowl favorites behind the Buffalo Bills after reigning two-time MVP Aaron Rodgers announced that he's decided to return to Green Bay for his 18th season. The Packers now plus 800. They were plus 1250 as of yesterday. Okay, so my main overarching point throughout this entire segment will be as follows. This isn't as appealing to Green Bay as it seems. It may be, it probably is better than the alternative. Yeah, if, if he, Aaron Rodgers had said, I'm out of here. Or even worse, if he said, I'm going to retire, you're not getting nothing for my rights. Would have been worse. But this isn't as good as it seems. And quite frankly, the Vegas reaction to it is wrong. This is too much optimism. Green Bay should not be the second favorite. I would fade them at 8-1. to one. I would love to play the other side of that. Here's why. Salary cap. Now, what we know is this team, the Packers, were of a certain goodness the last two years. Aaron Rodgers played as well over two seasons as pretty much any quarterback ever has. That's the starting point. Let's give the guy credit. And still, Green Bay couldn't even make a Super Bowl. Couldn't even make the Final Four last year. Couldn't win a playoff game. Now, we could say block punt is fluky and all that. I think there is some truth to that. But you know how you avoid flukes like that? You win the games by 20 points. And that happens oftentimes, actually. The champion is a team that just wins easily a couple of those playoff games. You can't have every game be a coin flip and expect them all to go in your favor. Now, that was how good Green Bay was, enough to have a coin flip against Tampa. And it was two years ago. It was a coin flip. And they lost at home. And it was a coin flip if, if, if a coin that was 60% towards Green Bay against the 49ers. But you know what? 40%'s happened a good bit, almost half the time. <laughs> so now the question is, how does Green Bay get better? Well, the answer is they don't. They get worse. And the salary cap is the main reason for that. We'll break into the details. AJ, let's get your overarching first takeaway. Well, it's hard to to know how much the salary cap's affected until we get the details because there's been some alleged reporting and misreporting, if you ask Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee, Mm -hmm. on what the details of the contract are. But I tend to agree with you. I I don't know how this team, because you bring back Aaron Rodgers, you bring back Devontae Adams at more money, I don't know how that makes them better than they've been the last two years. And we've talked about Aaron Rodgers' age. You're, You're running out of time and you expect there to be a wall at some point soon i'm not sure that they're any better right now than they were a year ago we know they're not you're right they're not better than they were a year ago and they're down the second favorites okay so let's talk about the reporting and then quote-unquote misreporting i don't quote shakespeare too often 
But there is a quote, doth protest too much, which means, well, when you over, when someone says, oh, you know, you're 50, right? No, 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 I'm 49. No, no, no. It's like, okay, you're really getting worked up over that, aren't you? Okay. Aaron Rodgers and his uh, PR agent. I don't know if that's an official title for McAfee, but, you know, it seems to be a role he's playing. AJ, you might be scared to say that. I'm not. Uh, Are you scared to say it? I'm not scared to say Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. Okay. So the fact of the matter is that let's be candid, and I'm having fun with it, is McAfee has an agenda, which is pro Aaron Rodgers. And you know what? I'm fine with that, but let's be clear about that. And the idea, by all accounts, Aaron Rodgers was going for record-breaking numbers, dollars and cents, with this contract. That's the reporting. Then the actual report reports come out that it's four years, $200 million. All right? I'm going to do some quick math. That's 50 a year. Okay? Now, it's very possible it's going to be 47 a year. Very possible. But what we know is... That for the next couple years, even though his cap hit goes up, you look at Patrick Mahomes, it's well less than that. It was a very, truly a team-friendly deal. So the idea that, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to take 200 or in that range over four years and it's going to be team-friendly, it can't be team-friendly. It could be this year-friendly a little bit. So maybe, maybe, you know, Mackenzie, what was this cap hit going to be on the contract as it stood? $48 million. Okay. So they probably make the cap hit 43 on this one. And now they've got $7 million to make up in the next three years. And probably they put that last year, it's got to seven. Maybe even next year is 44. So now they've got 13 to make up over the last two. And it's uh, 50 and 63. That's what's happening here. And I... I we're going to talk as if that's true because there's reporting on it and there isn't reporting coming back the other way. There's just denials with no details. You can, but what we know for sure is the idea as Aaron Rodgers is saying that this is a deal, but we don't really have the terms. We don't have the details. I promise you, here's what you know for sure. Negotiation 101 is that, you keep your leverage until you get what you want. Think about the way they do drug, the, uh, drug deals on, on, in movies. They might say it's a movie. Well, it's the way they do them in real life by all accounts. I haven't been in any major drug deals, but okay, let's say there were 10 kilos of whatever, some white powder. Okay, now they got money. You got the kilos. Do you hand them the kilos and say, get me that money tomorrow? How no. do you think that's going to turn out? Right. You hand it over as the money's handed over, pointing guns at each other. (laughs) All right. Metaphorically, that's what's happening with the lawyers. And I'm not saying there's a contract signed, but I'm certain there's an agreement in principle that would be very difficult to renege on if you're the team. AJ, does that sound right to you? it sounds absolutely right. And you mentioned the leverage that Rodgers have. Like, Rodgers coming out and saying, listen, I we don't know the details, but I am playing for Green Bay next year. And then subsequently, the Broncos trading for Russell Wilson. That was a lot of Aaron Rodgers' leverage, was the, the possibility that he could end up in Denver. That being gone now, I don't think Aaron Rodgers says a word un- unless – that he knew what the deal was for sure, and 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 I'll tell you this: forget just that there's one less suitor. 
I mean, you're right. That's a factor, but it's a small one compared to the fact that imagine Aaron Rodgers coming back and saying, actually, I'm leaving Green Bay. I mean, <laughs> the, the reputational, he, he has no more wiggle room with this crap. Is is everyone would turn on him? He could say, "But they promised me something." Well, did they? Um, you know, it, once you start that conversation, Aaron Rodgers lost, so he's not going to let that happen. He's not dumb. So what we know is that Aaron Rodgers, as the kids would say, and I rarely do, got the bag, and he said, "Stuff it as much as you can." Oh, Mahomes is making what? Uh, I over ten years, it's forty-five. That's over ten years, the average with Mahomes. And this is four years, and it's going to be around 200, which means it's average of 50? That doesn't count the six additional years that everything's going to go up, up, up. I mean, I don't know about exactly, but I don't think anyone's over 40 next year. So if Aaron Rodgers is at 50 and everyone else is at 40, he's making 25% more than the rest of the league. And I'm saying the best of the rest of the league. How that's team-friendly, you know, well, again, I, what I believe is it will bring down neck, this cap if he had just stayed by a handful of million. But even then, this year's trouble because they have so many. Now that they pay Adams more, AJ, they got so much money to make up just to feel the same team they had last year. There are four players whose cap hit is more than $40 million next year. One of them was to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Deshaun Watson is one. Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan with the the highest cap hit right now, forty eight point six million. Okay, but those are all I agree in good numbers and really good numbers. But those are all where the end of this deal type balloon situations. Yes. Besides so, Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun was weird. He just signed a new deal. Huh, that's interesting. But they must have thought at the time that's because here's the beauty when you sign a team friendly deal. They can allot it. Let's say that um, like this was a lament I had in grade school, in high school. We would have all this time off up until Christmas, and then we didn't have spring break. It, there wasn't such a thing back then. And literally, we'd go from like February 1 till June with like two days off. And it was five-day weeks. But I hated it. I wanted to move some of those days from the summer. I always said, let's take an extra week out of the summer and throw it in April. Well, no, I guess they finally listened when I was out of school. Yeah. Is, <laughs> but, but this is like this with the contract. You've got X number of millions you got to spread out. You can spread them out pretty much any way you want. The signing bonus gets prorated through, but there's different ways they can do guarantees, non-guarantees, voidable. I mean, they're, they're maestros at this stuff, the best of them in the NFL. But net-net, when it's said and done, the amount you pay him is the amount that has to be accounted for over the term of the contract, which is why teams end up getting balloon payments at the end, and then they can't be competitive. This is another prediction. Even though the Packers won't be as good this year as they were last year, the Packers in year three or four of this deal, and four for sure, will not be a competitive team. And that's going to have to do with the, the chickens coming home to roost when it comes to any kind of team friendliness on the 200 that happens this year. Even to bring it down to 43 from 50 would be that kind of issue. And number two, where well, it has to be made up for. And number two, Aaron Rodgers has two years left that if he played at an elite level, it would be okay. Some people have done this. In year three, he enters the territory of age that only Tom Brady has played at an elite level. So you have to be predicting Aaron Rodgers will be the second person in the history of the universe to play well at age 41 and then, you know, 42 
for this to be a good deal in year three and four. So I think it's a questionable deal in year three. It's going to be a disaster in year four, and they're not even as good this year as they were last year. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't know how th- at the end of this contract there's any. I mean, the the hope would be, I guess, that you're you're either cutting Aaron Rodgers in year four, or but still you're, a massive hit. It, yeah, you're right. Or or he's retiring. Rodgers, you don't think he's going to have this guaranteed? I well, the number that, again, the reporting is you know, I guess questionable, but the report was that there was over 150 million of it guaranteed. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, and maybe year four. Maybe year four is a pretty much you cut him, and the only issue would be the prorated signing bonus. And if so, this is a little better for Green Bay. Though obviously, the other side of it is that the number one draft pick, Jordan Love, that caused all this problem, these problems. <laughs> he's got to get traded now, right? Or what? Because literally, the next two years or his last two years until you got to make a decision on the fifth year option. Now, could you imagine paying him? 20-some million to be a backup quarterback? No, I I think at this point, the reason you sign Aaron Rodgers to this deal is you are basically admitting to yourself that Jordan Love is not a, a starting caliber NFL quarterback. Well, let's let's question that premise for a minute. If, if Aaron Rodgers, un, let's just say this, it's almost undebatable that he's been the best quarterback of the last two years. He's certainly a top five quarterback the last two years. It's not a debate. So now the question is, is it that Jordan Love isn't a starter or is it Jordan Love isn't a top eight quarterback or top ten? Because you would say at the lower salary, we'll take the eighth best quarterback over Aaron Rodgers. I think that's fair. But you don't take the 24th best quarterback. But the 24th best quarterback, even at a discount, isn't as good as Aaron Rodgers, but he's still pretty good. He's still a starter caliber. right? So wouldn't you say if you felt like he was going to be 24, you'd still make this deal? Maybe the fair thing to say is they don't think that Jordan Love is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Yes, I agree with that. And and I guess the question is, did anyone think that Josh Allen was after two years? The answer is no. And Josh Allen had worse stats than Daniel Jones after two years. That's just objectively true. So now he's taken a historic leap, Josh Allen has. Now, do we expect Jordan Love to take that? No. The question is, what do they get for him? Because it is a demanding quarterback market, right? Is And we're going to get, obviously, to Russell Wilson. But it strikes me that, that someone might take a chance on him. I mean, who would you rather have a quarterback, Jordan Love next year or Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater. Really? For, for one year? Horrible. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. You're so wrong. Because I agree with you. That if we say over, under, who's going to win more games that year, that I probably do slightly go to Teddy Bridgewater. But there's no upside to Teddy Bridgewater. If the goal is to win a Super Bowl, you're going to pay him that mid-level starter salary that's still way too much for what he gives you. And, I mean, there's a reason. Carolina. Remember, Denver took him, but Carolina paid for like 75% of his salary to get rid of him. So yeah. now I would make the case he had a slightly better year before he got injured than he did in Carolina. But either way is with Jordan Love, there's at least some chance you've got a lottery ticket, right? a 15, 20 percent chance that he could be a franchise quarterback. Don't you got to roll the dice with that, I think. I guess so. I, I and I think the the question that you asked is what what can you get for him? Remember the Packers traded up to get him, so they used a first and a fourth round pick on yeah, him. Yeah. You're not going to get that back. Well, I don't know. 
That's the question. I mean, I don't think you will, but I'm not sure that they don't. I mean, obviously, forget the fourth, right? If they get a first from any team, unless they're not going to get it for him to back up. So if Jordan Love starts, <laughs> you've got to like the over-under and that pick being like better than 24. But if, if we, oh, I, yes, I do. But if, if we are, if let's just fast forward to a day where Jordan Love gets traded for a first round pick, aren't we coming on this radio show and ridiculing the team that gave up a first round pick for I'm Jordan not. Love? You probably are, but you ridicule everyone. I'm ridiculing it. Exactly. Ri- I'm ridiculing it in advance. <laughs> I'm pre ridiculing. I don't think so. What do you think, McKenzie? Well, Jordan Love has 10 and F in inch hands, so he's toolsy. No, I, I agree with you, RJ, 100%. You're looking at upside. Even if it's a 10% chance, I would roll the dice with a guy like Jordan Love. Just see what happens. What's, For a first-round pick? Here's if, the if I'm trading the 25th well, pick, I, remember, I would, yeah. remember McKenzie doesn't value first-round picks. He thinks Trey Lance is worth three of them. Well, listen, we're going to yeah. talk about – in fact, yeah, we're going to talk about soon <laughs> – is how much was given up for Russell Wilson compared to Trey Lance. And let's just say this, Trey Lance probably got more, and it's going to be shocking when you look at it. But just to finish this last topic on Green Bay, I think the to kind of reiterate, the market's overreacted to this, that, that it's one thing to say, let's bring back the band from next year. Okay, let's add in, there's some older players on Green Bay, and in general, I think age hurts them. Aaron Rodgers at the forefront of that. He's hitting the age now where it's tough to still be good. He can be for two more years, at least history says. That third year, it's a wall. Only Tom Brady has been good at the age Aaron Rodgers will be in three years. Okay, one. Number two, even forgetting the aging for a minute. Now that Adams is getting so much more money and Rodgers is reportedly getting so much more money, that means that money, what is it now? A, I mean, because last year's cap hit wasn't so bad for Rodgers. So let's say it's another $15 million this year and, and Adams has gone up like 10 So it's like just right there, how many different players for 35 are? I mean, it's like it is going to be a gutting of this team. And, and they, can, they can defer some of the pain if they want, but it's still going to be a, somewhat of a gutting. And, and to me, it means Green Bay is not as good as last year, and it means they shouldn't be the favorite to, or the second favorite or the NFC favorite in this case to win the Super Bowl. Yes. The question I have, RJ, is they, a month ago they were 15 to 1. Now they're 8 to 1. Yesterday they were 12 and a half to 1. What would they have been – a month ago, had had it been known that Aaron Rodgers was going to be here, there was no doubt. How much of right, an overreaction right is, is there, really? It'd be right what it is now. Okay. So, I mean... The so only, the overreaction to you isn't what happened today. It's just the general belief in what this Packers team is going forward. If there's one inefficiency in the betting market that I see clearly, it's betters don't have a great feel of the salary cap. And in general, if you look at Atlanta last year, the salary cap people told you the Falcons can't really field a team unless they do major stuff. And you know what they had to do? They had to sign Matt Ryan to a two-year extension with these monster cap hits just to get it down enough to get like field a team. And they still had to trade Julio Jones. But people were betting Atlanta hand over fist because they thought, oh, they're going to get the third pick and they have Julio Jones. And it, No. You know, so... To me, the ability to say this team's going to have to make major cuts, this team's got some major money, and that they could do something, that's the kind of predictive betting that most sharp bettors just don't have in their arsenal. 
and 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 I think it doesn't. I don't have an experts level knowledge, but I can read. You know, sports track. I can read over the cap and. You know, even PFF does rankings of, okay, this team is, you know, if you look at the draft equity plus the free agent equity money they got, how much, uh, where do they rank? And you can see who the best teams and who the worst teams are. So let's do this. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll touch on the top teams when it comes to draft equity and free agency equity and more so look at the bottom teams. Then we'll shift to Russell Wilson and what it means for Denver. That's coming up next, but first, he's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the heavens gonna fall. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. In just a minute, we're going to take a look at the salary cap and draft capital uh, for several of the teams in the NFL, let you know where they rank, including the Packers and the, the Denver Broncos. Well, you make it sound like a boring segment coming up, AJ. No, we're going to tell you why. I don't believe it's why, boring. We're going to tell you why the Packers really shouldn't be the second Super Bowl favorite. And I'm so excited to get to it. I'm going to skip all the talk and just tell you the weather. It's 62 in Vegas. Neon's flowing. Let's go, baby. All right. The Green Bay Packers, according to a recent ESPN.com article, the 23rd team in, in rankings of draft capital and salary cap wiggle room. That was before what happened today, RJ. Yeah. So there's different ways to look at this. There's some uh, art to it. It's not all science. Like, for example, PFF has, if you just look at how much uh, over the cap they are projected, and this is before the signings and the franchise of Adams today, and literally the, the two worst teams with money that they have to make up to get the cap straight was the Saints were the worst and Green Bay was second worst. And you know, so if you add up draft capital and everything, you know, 23rd out of 32 and one, maybe 25th out of 32 in the ESPN. But in general, bottom quartile, bottom quarter of the league is Green Bay's financial situation. And paying Aaron Rodgers $50 million for four years doesn't help that. And paying Adams, a franchise at receiver, tag money doesn't help that. It doesn't. Now, maybe they end up signing Adams to a long-term deal, and it helps. But I'm telling you, if it's linebacker Smith or the Smith brothers, as I call them, or who knows what they're going to lose. They're not adding anyone, and this is a team already, the Packers, that wasn't good enough. Aaron Rodgers a year older, less money to spend on supporting players, not a lot of draft capital. I'm not all that impressed. And again, I would look at the Packers – maybe fifth or sixth favorites to win the Super Bowl, not the second favorites. Last word on this one, AJ. Where would you have put the Packers' chances had Rodgers re-signed for a deal similar to what he was going to make this year, if that was going to be the case for the next three years? Okay. I mean, the like, doubt... You, is, is the overpayment, is that the, the problem to you? It's the problem when this season's main problem was money. Right? Is if it's a normal seat, like everyone's going to say Tom Brady takes less... Aaron Rodgers should take less because more is good for the team. 
It's always the case. It doesn't matter how much cap room you have. A little bit more is better. And a little bit less is worse. But when your main problem is cap room and he signs for an amount that they are going to have to do contortions to get under what the projection was for this year anyway. And if they do it, I'll make you a bet right now that his cap hit is not below $38 million next year. I mean... Oh, no, it'll certainly, I think it'll certainly be over 40 Okay, so if it's over 40... Or at least 40. And it was supposed to be 46 this year, so what, he's going to shave it by $2 million, but still now, you know, maybe it's 44 but now he's got $6 million to make up. So, right. yeah, they can decide where they get the pain, but there's a lot of pain coming the next four years because Aaron Rodgers, at that number, it doesn't allow the team to fill out otherwise. And if the team is filled out as they were, they still can't win. How do they win with Aaron Rodgers being a year older and the financial cap situation being worse overall and thus less supporting players. It almost makes me feel like they're accepting the fact that the last two years of this deal, there is going to be pain, and that's what they had to deal with to, to push all in for these next two seasons. Which would go against the whole premise of Jordan Love being drafted. The whole premise no, was we're the Packers, and we don't wait to have those couple down years in between quarterbacks. We prepare beforehand. And they missed on that pick? It's going to change. Yep. It looks like it's going to change NFL history. All right. Well, that, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I again, I think if the Packers had real confidence in Jordan Love, they probably they, they probably don't blink in this game of chicken with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I'm not sure how much they even blinked, because the question is, is Aaron Rod- I mean, is the debate Aaron Rodgers get because if he would have signed for 42 a year over four years, ah. Eh, Okay, it's a little high, but and I'm worried about his age. So if the eight million's the issue, and the alternative is to be like Seattle is, well, let's do this. We're gonna tell you how Seattle is and how bad they are. I mean, well, I'll tell you how bad they are. They're the second worst team in the NFL right now. We'll explain first. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas. R.J. Bell. Mr. Dan Byer, if I ask for a prediction from you over under, what is going to be the annual compensation for Aaron Rodgers over the four years? What would you guess? Um, over fifty. Okay, so you're saying him saying no, it's not fifty. It's not. You're saying you think it's over fifty. Yeah, I think I, I would I would just say slightly over, but I think it broke that fifty million barrier. And this is a man that follows the news for a living. Thank you, Mister. Thanks, Dan guys. Byer. All right, I I like that we have cynicism here, right? Because if we because <laughs> the opposite of cynicism is being naive, and you know as that's a good point. Vitor Colleone said, "Women and children can be naive." And you know what? I'm not even sure that women can anymore. So just children, maybe. But that's it. I didn't know the Godfather was sexist. Did you, AJ? I did not, but it's not surprising. Everything's sexist now, RJ. Well, no, no, no. Listen, you're a feminist. I mean, you're. That's interesting. You, you, Are you going to call me a liberal again? Is that where we're going? You confuse me politically. You confuse me politically. All right, so let's do this. Let's take our last break. When we come back, a couple things. One. We're going to tell you how much more Trey Lance got when there was a trade for Trey Lance. How much more did it cost, in a way, for the 49ers than it did for the Broncos? Now, wait a minute. You're saying that you could get Russell Wilson cheaper than Trey Lance? Yes. And, by the way, 
AJ is going to have 30 seconds to make a pick on the NCAA, uh, the NCAA conference tournaments. He's going to pick his favorite game in 30 seconds because there's just too much football for more. That's coming up next for first. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. All right, R.J., let's take a look at this trade between the Broncos and the Seahawks. The Broncos finally getting their franchise quarterback. Okay, now, Broncos are a team that, as you said, uh, competitive for Aaron Rodgers. They were ready to pull the trigger as soon as this deal for Rodgers happened. Boom, they got Russell Wilson. This was a surprise. Literally, just yesterday, I heard multiple people talking. They don't expect a trade with Wilson. Wilson is going to be less aggressive, they said, asking for a trade, putting things out there like these are the teams I'm okay with. And boom, it happens. Uh, to me, the real question is why? If you have two years of contractual commitment from Russell Wilson, he doesn't want to make too big of a stink. Like He's not going to be James Harden. Uh, who will just say, you're sending me out of town no matter what. I'll be so bad you won't believe it. Well, I mean, Russell Wilson seems to be too concerned about his image to do that. Wouldn't you agree, AJ? I do agree with that. So now the question is, why did Seattle make the trade? Especially with Pete Carroll being 70 years old. And to me, I would have expected, when I heard Wilson traded, I thought they must have brought the godfather offer. Uh, the offer you can't refuse. Well, AJ, we might disagree on this. This is not the offer you can't refuse. This is, I think, middling, if not a little below what I would have expected. See, I, I disagree because I think you're you're talking about two firsts and two seconds for a guy who's got a big cap number and a guy who's only under contract for two more years. So, right, you're, so you're giving when up. When is a quarterback on his rookie deal that's elite ever traded? Never. Never. Okay. So if you're going to get a quarterback, he's going to have a big cap number. So that's the given. All the quarterbacks, everyone's dreaming. If we could only have Patrick Mahomes, if we could only have Josh Allen. Well, how big is Josh Allen's? How much, what would you trade Josh Allen for if you were the Bills? Would you Ooh, trade him for this pack? Would you trade him for this pack? No. No. Okay. So then how can this be a good deal? 
or is Josh Allen clearly better than Russell Wilson now? Uh, Josh Allen's clearly got more upside at this point in his career than Russell Wilson does. I mean, does. That's, a, that's a lawyerly answer. Who's and the Josh Allen's under contract for five years. Russell Wilson's under contract for two. And, and what? And, and people don't leave. I mean, the whole point is that there's a good chance he'll sign an extension right away. There's a good chance, but there's not a guarantee. Well, listen, I mean, every trade that's ever happened from Tunzel, you were in the backyard of that trade, to Adams, to Seattle. I mean, they don't have the deal done beforehand. And do they pay a little premium? Yeah, but usually not when two years are left like this. I mean, Russell right. Wilson, because then they could franchise him. Right, and they and, and let's be honest. In theory, if Russell Wilson's worth keeping, he's worth franchising. So they got four more years of him. If they want him, and then he's too old anyway, probably. So I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is how good is Russell Wilson. The fact that you were so quick, and I give you credit for the honesty. The fact you were so quick to say, "Well, I wouldn't trade Josh Allen for this." I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Russell Wilson was considered. Some people thought the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And what's happened? Well, the second half of last year, and when I say last year, I should say a little differently. The second half of 2020, so two years ago now, not this prior season, but the season before, he was ranked in EPA 23rd in the league. Russell Wilson, 23rd. All right, this last year, when he came back, he started to hot. He had the injury. He missed multiple games. And, Mackenzie, we got the numbers. Where did he rank EPA after he came back? 17th. Okay. So he's averaged in the second halves or so of the last two years about 20th. 17, 23, 20th. Okay. Is that the truth, AJ? If it is, they way overpaid for him. Or is the Russell Wilson belief he's a top five quarterback the truth? I, I think it's it, – well, I don't think he's oh. top five. I think I think he's probably somewhere in the middle of that. I think he's a top ten quarterback still. He's still a, a quarterback who's good enough to win you a Super Bowl if he's in the right situation. I think the Broncos believe, like the Rams did with Matt Stafford, with a, with a scenery change, Russell Wilson can win a Super Bowl. I think that on the Seahawks side, they realized we finished, last se- we, we finished in last place this season with Russell Wilson. We're not beating this division that's just fo- loaded with killers. We're not beating them with Russell Wilson. Wilson and the rest of this roster. Well, I mean, uh, it's so funny how Seattle has one down year. And the question is, how much of that was how bad Seattle is other than Wilson? How much of it was they missed three Wilson games and Wilson didn't play great after? Uh, I mean, Mackenzie, we got the numbers. I know we did this last minute, this part. Did we get the numbers on in Wilson's era with Seattle, how their win count is? It was his first losing season this year. First time yeah. he had a losing record as a quarterback. No, yeah, I didn't ask that. Do we have the win count during this era? I can pull it up right now. Yeah, thank you. You know what's funny? Why does he delay like 10 seconds before he even answers, though? <laughs> I mean, it's like it's one thing to say I don't have it, but why is there like a five-second pause? Hey, do you have any thoughts on that? I can give you Russell Wilson's year-by-year uh, year no, win let's, count. let's do this. We'll do what I wanted, but let's have you do your free pick. You got two of them, actually, in college basketball. 
Yep, two, uh, two, t- two teams I'm looking at for conference futures. One in the Pac-12, Arizona minus 120. They've beat, they're the only team in the conference that's beaten everybody. They're not three-point reliant, which is great for a neutral court, uh, court tournament, and they are healthy compared to the rest of the teams at the top, particularly UCLA, who's safely in the tournament, needs to be healthy going into it, so I don't expect them to go all out in this tournament. And the only other team in that, in that conference that could give them trouble is USC, but Arizona's owned USC 2-0 and against them this year, so even at a minus number, I think Arizona has some value at minus one twenty. Okay, and then if quick, you got to real quick, is uh, I heard someone pretty sharp say Arizona State to win the NCAA tournament at um, at hundred to one. You think there's any value there? None whatsoever. Uh, They're playing got, good right now, but I don't believe in it. You got thirty seconds in your last pick. Yeah, Big East, Marquette plus 650. They are they got a buy in the first round, so they don't have an extra game. They're playing Creighton, who's without their point guard, Ryan Nimhard, and they draw Providence instead of the Villanova-UConn side. And if they do get to the finals, they swept Villanova this year. So I think Marquette plus 650, the team to look at for a value in the Big East. All right, that's to win the Big East, also to win the Big 12, Arizona at minus 120. Pac-12, Pac-12. Oh, I'm sorry, Pac-12, Pac-12. And we will be back tomorrow. And you know what? Tomorrow we're going to tell you, where's Russell Wilson stack up? We'll, we'll just take 23 hours to do it, but we'll tell you where he stacks up. <laughs> if you missed any of today's show, including discussion on Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and RJ admitting that he invented spring break, you can check out the podcast <laughs> at foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time, and we will break down this Russell Wilson trade even further. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Vegas!